2: I mean, this is a sport that's on the precipice of irrelevance.
0: The games are taking over three and a half hours. Playoff games are taking over four hours. Game's too long, too slow. Who cares? This is a situation where
1: baseball's in trouble to begin with.
0: The MLB is officially dead. Baseball's dead. Rest
3: in peace. Yeah. It's um what day of the week is it? Wednesday? Wednesday, November thirtieth. Wow. Can someone winter-
0: resuscitate the fucking hot stove.
3: Yeah. Well, I mean, we're here's the thing, Dallas. The winter meetings mm-hmm. are next week. Coming up. And uh JP Morosi was on MLB Network this morning, essentially saying he thinks that the biggest dominoes are about to fall in San Diego because uh who did he mention? He mentioned Judge, <clears throat> Turner, and DeGrom. Ooh, shit. He thinks they could all go during the winter meetings. And once those guys go, I mean, the floodgates are open.
0: Yeah, I think that the winter meetings have always provided that opportunity for teams, camps alike <clears throat> to get that face time where you, as a player and as an organization, you feel like the season or your time spent there is sort of part of the courting process leading up to a moment like this, right? So you like the idea of having this person in house for a year. If you're a team, you have this player for a year. Yankees, they've had Judge for this year and what a magical year it was. But in the same breath, that's not about courting at that point. Aaron Judge's focus and he's playing for something and those conversations are not just ongoing, you know, after the 5th inning. Like no, 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 no. So now the organization, the player's camp has an opportunity to get face-to-face, no other distractions, and where you're really coming from. This is what we can really do. And I think when that shakes itself out over a a few-day period where you are having those face-to-face, because look, straight up, if you're not in the same room as me or you're not in the same building as me, I can, for whatever reason, not look at the phone, not check the phone, hit decline, move on, field another one. But when we're face-to-face, nuts are on the table. Let's go. Let's figure something out. And if anything, it helps set the course for how things are going to go once everybody leaves San Diego, if nothing has been taken care of.
3: Yeah, well, I'm excited. I'm excited for the, uh, the winter meetings. Um, last time it was what? Strasburg, Rendon and Cole all went in like a two day span. So now we uh, we could see, well, uh, let's 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 discuss. Let's discuss what could potentially happen, Um, because I've been hearing some rumors, been hearing some rumors, the Aaron Judge sweepstakes. You're essentially it's it's between it's between the Giants and the Yankees. Like, I don't think that that's earth shattering news It's between the Giants and the Yankees. The Dodgers were a team that some thought would be in the mix. The Dodgers have been kind of quiet across the board. Like the Dodgers, we haven't seen them link to Carlos Correa. Uh Verlander. I don't Yeah, I guess Verlander. I mean, the 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 Astros are kind of big dick in Verlander right now. If I'm Verlander, I don't really like how I'm being treated by the Astros. I mean, I know that they don't have a general manager, but that <laughs> hasn't stopped them from being able to, to sign free agent talent. So like, I don't know that, that that's an that's an interesting dynamic. If you're if you're the Dodgers or if you're a Dodger fan, are you cool with them signing Justin Verlander and calling in an offseason?
0: Um, I think it would. I think it would do a hell of a lot for him. I mean, I, <laughs> that's not a complete and total offseason, but you're adding giving a three year deal to a 40 year old. You, well, you, you didn't you didn't start talking about terms of the deal and yada, yada, yada. So that's what he's looking for.
3: So let's just say, for the sake of argument, he gets what he's looking for. Three years, fucking, I don't know. What do you give, What do you give Verlander a hundred million? Well,
4: again? that's what
0: I was going to say. You're three years, you're, you're, uh, three years. We're talking. Yeah, we're talking. Oh, I mean, yeah, absolutely.
2: <clears throat>
0: yeah, you're that's talking fucking nuts. Nine figures for sure.
2: That's that's nuts. would, would you mean, have if you're Verlander? Would you want opt outs?
0: I think the team, I think you're going to come to an understanding because you are 40. We are talking about the next three years. This is coming off an elbow that has been repaired for the second time. And I, I get that the body of work shows what it shows on the bounce back. That's wonderful. We still have to protect ourselves and put some safeguards in place. And maybe those are team options. Maybe those are vesting options, blah, 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 blah. That you know, like You start to get creative with benchmarks in the contract for Verlander, a la the Mariners for Julio Rodriguez, like mm-hmm. if you're manning the post and giving us the 180 innings or whatever, you know, then we can attach a significant dollar amount to that. And you're going, well, shit, 180, 200 plus. Like, yeah, that's a lot of work, but we're talking about a lot of money for a 40 year old plus who is giving you every reason to think he's still got plenty in the gas tank. But if we're all going to have that come to Jesus moment here where we're at the dinner table and we're just going to be honest with each other, you're great. You're 40. The next three years, should they play out the way the last few have? Well, you got to remember there was a, a major incident in between there. But before that and after that, fuck, things look great, man. But you can understand why we can't just completely give you the bag here. We, we got to have some, some check marks here.
2: Joey, who's the first free agent to sign at the winter meetings? I like how Joey actually gives thought to his answers instead
3: of just <laughs> spouting off. You're like, oh, you're a judge. He's like, all right, let me search my brain
2: for this one. Go ahead. Keep digging. Yeah, it's in there. <laughs> DeGrom. You think DeGrom goes first? I think DeGrom, yeah.
1: He seems like a where's guy he who. going? Oh, my God. Where's he going? Oh, well, I
2: mean, come on. All right, take some more, DeGrom. I, is
0: is DeGrom, like, is is it, is it crazy to think that DeGrom is, I always think about guys that have had injury history and their comfort level with the folks who take care of them. And I think there's a couple ways to look at it. One, am I constantly in the training room with you because we aren't figuring this out? Because we haven't been able to get over the hump? Or is it good that I'm in the training room with you specifically, because my body is going to do what it's going to do. It's going to break down at some point. I'm going to have these issues and thank God I'm with you, somebody who knows my body to the extent that you do somebody who I have the relationship that I have. Like, is there something to that? And that's where I think about the Mets. Being a very real player, a very real contender in the DeGrom sweepstakes for that specific reason. And that all, that, that's all just depending on how he processes that. Again, is this a, thank goodness we're together dealing with this because my body's just going to do this, or is it a, fuck man, I, I can't get out of the training room here. Maybe there's something to this. Maybe I can figure something out somewhere else. That's a, that's a hell of a gamble. That's a, no, I don't want to call it a gamble, but that's a hell of a decision to have to make because right now we're about getting the bag and he'll be getting that. But mm-hmm. from there, you got to think about performing. And same thing could be said for DeGrom. Do you? Anybody?
2: Do you? Do you what? Do you have to think about performing?
0: What, if you're Jacob DeGrom? Yeah. Well, I, th- I think any competitor, Jared, uh, I mean, I don't know. Maybe this is, uh, we've talked about this mindset, guys who get breaded up, and put their feet up guys who get breaded up and now kick it into overdrive because it's like yo i don't have to worry about anything everybody eats everybody sleeps dry let's go fucking take the world over this
3: also isn't his first big money deal
0: no huh no and And what is he is he
2: 34
0: uh i wonder i was gonna say early to mid i don't think like that's why uh, i looked
3: it up recently he's surprisingly old yeah
0: he's
3: he's 34 years old for some reason does not have his fucking birthday just says 1988 I'll tell you June June 19th June 19th yep June 19th 1988
2: so he'll be 35 halfway through next season (sighs) ah I mean, any team,
3: like, take age aside. Any team that signs him is taking a huge risk because it's going to be big money. And you know that you're you're getting a pitcher that I don't want to say is fragile, but is definitely not taking the ball for 200 innings.
0: Well, that's where, that's, again, like, think about the Verlander. I mean, players have to understand that this is how you're being viewed at this point in time. And I think players have all of the information. It's a matter of being honest with themselves. And a lot of us are, and a lot of us aren't players currently and former but you got to know who you are you got to know what you present and from a player's perspective you're always selling the positive side of things right like look yeah sure anything that happened i could step outside of my door and get hit by a fucking bus are you not going to pay me because that's a reality
2: well that's why so
3: that's why i keep falling back to degrom to the rangers a because i know that they want him bad but b if you look at the DeGrom factors here, age, cost, commitment, injury history. If you're a team that needs to win right now, is Jacob DeGrom a smart investment for you? I don't think so. What? Like, obviously, he's, he's, um, he's one of the best pitchers of this generation. Maybe one of the best pitchers of all time. Yes. But if you're a team that needs to get over the hump and you need a guy to take you to the promised land and take the ball in game one of the playoffs. Are you in, are you in putting all your marbles on Jacob Degrom to be that guy? No, you're probably not because uh, that wouldn't be smart. It would be smart because it would be
1: a very no. It would be a risk, but it'd be a high a ups, risk. But it'd be a high upside. Like the upside with Degrom is crazy. If you're a per- team that's like we might be good in three years, then you
3: would never sign Degrom. Like Degrom, if is you like, need to win right now.
0: Is yeah, along, be- the
3: guy that you would bring in to be like, this is the guy that's going to fucking take us over the hump? No. Yeah. It's a risk, dude. Because he, he stays healthy, he's probably the best
1: pitcher in the league. But he's when has he done that? That's what I'm saying. But every pitcher's a risk. Well, but mean, I'm he, saying, he was, who are, some who are else,
3: bigger than others. Who can you say he's that about? a with? huge risk. But he's
1: the only player who you can say that about confidently.
0: Look, I mean, let, let's l- listen, listen, listen. L- let's make one thing abundantly clear. It's not like. Jacob DeGrom is fucking glass Joe. All right. Because I want to put something into perspective here. Coming into the COVID season, coming into 2020, Mm -hmm. the dude had put together what, like three, four years straight of 200 plus innings of just shoving it up your ass and then COVID hits and absolutely everything we know as players is turned on its head, turned inside out. And you basically have to start from scratch, figuring out how to prepare yourself, how to prepare the body. Blah 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 blah. Everything we've been talking about since that bullshit happened. Now on the other side of that, that's where you start to look at things and go, "Okay, all right." Because what was it? Seventy-five innings or so. No, did he, did he sixty-eight, have,
3: ninety-two, oh, sixty-four and a third. Okay, so, so like, I
0: was saying I was saying after COVID. So how many innings yeah. did he have in COVID? Seventy or sixty? What did you say? 68? Sixty-eight. And then I was gonna say, what do you have the next year? Seventy five, but no, I'm 92. He had ninety-two. And then I was gonna say, did he have a hundred the next year? No. no. This year, I mean it was sixty-four innings, right?
3: He hasn't pitched he hasn't pitched uh triple digit innings since twenty nineteen. So that's my point. Like you can talk about the two hundred innings before then, but like twenty nineteen at this point was four years ago. It's mm-hmm. a long time. But if you're not but well, my point is if you're not a team
1: that doesn't need to win right now, then like what team would want him then? Under
3: that logic, where if you're saying the Texas Rangers, like if when you're looking to just create some buzz and draw <laughs> other free agents, like right. hey, come over to Texas, we have Jacob but Degrom, what, you can learn under this guy, but, like but that can help where, draw Jared, that's free where you gotta agents start considering, where they don't want to sign there otherwise.
0: You you got to start considering like the Rangers, what division you're playing in? Like are you a are you a Degrom away from chasing down the Astros? No, and are you a Degrom plus whoever you think? DeGrom's gonna win. They just spent uh-huh. half a
3: billion dollars Buddy. on Buddy. two players Dang. to finish with a losing record. Mm-hmm. So that's what that like they are a team that fits the bill of we're willing to spend some money, even if it means not winning the fucking game. Like, that's what that's they just seem to me like the the best fit for a guy. Like, and if DeGrom wants to go uh down south, he wants to be closer to home. Uh I mean, you know, you have not pitched triple-digit innings since 2019. We're about to be in 2023.
0: There's no way, look, just to kind of put a bow on that, like there's no way that Jacob deGrom is sitting down and having a conversation and not being hit with the reality of how he is viewed. His camp has to be telling him, you understand that teams believe that there is an inherent risk injury, an inherent injury risk that comes along with signing. It's not a matter of if, as far as the track record is starting to show, it's a matter of when. So if we understand that, we have to look for a landing spot that is going to be that sweet spot of, am I comfortable with the training staff? Am I getting what I believe I'm worth? And do we have an opportunity to win? Like those are the priorities for Jacob DeGrom, I would think, is where can I win? Who's going to give me what I need? And where does health and the care Factor into that equation. You know, how is he prioritizing those things?
1: If I, but, but if you want to roll the dice and just like, you could have the best pitcher in the world next year, what fuck it? One why? year contract. That's why I think that's right. not going to be one the
0: Dodgers, year. Why couldn't, the Do- why couldn't the Dodgers sign Jacob DeGrom? They why, could. Like, yeah, I mean. He, he would be like, because, because now you're talking about a guy who you don't have to rely on division check and let's get you to October. Let's get yeah. you in October. Let's figure out a way to make it, you know, get your 20 stars in. If that's got to be spaced out,
3: Dodgers like, going to have some, some things to figure out in the rotation next year. Yeah.
1: But uh, if we, but you know, DeGrom, DeGrom's a country boy. He wants a simple life, he wants to be down south. That's what Buster only saying. He's not going to LA. But what the fuck about the Rays? They're talking about the Rays. That kind of, <laughs> do you guys Stop not it. buy that at all? I can kind of see that happening. He's a Florida. He loves Florida. And yeah, could you not see the Rays just being like, do some crazy Joe. shit? Like, we'll give you $50 million one year. I don't even think they'd have to go that high. If it's just a one-year contract. I think DeGrom wants to be a Ray. They could pay a lot. Of, I think the Rays would pay a lot of money if they knew they didn't have to go long-term. Maybe.
0: Two I don't know. Two-thirds of their payroll to one dude.
1: <laughs> yeah. Dude, the They've Rays. got it. The Rays do crazy shit. They are known to do not paying people, but like that's the new
3: that's yeah. the new way. They're always they one paid. Wander head. Franco people people want to come at the Rays yeah. for for their payroll and their their inability to spend money. Ask Wander Franco if the Rays are cheap. That's a good point. And they try to get Freddie too. Remember
0: they tried.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, this is a new race. This is a new race team. I would not be surprised. <laughs>
3: this is a new race team.
4: I would. <laughs> that was the not report that came out
3: yesterday. That the that the Rays called on Jacob Degrom, Dallas. What do you think that conversation sounded like?
0: <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't even know where to begin. Like what? Are you Like like? Ooh, do you ooh, think
3: ooh. that like Degrom's agent just like looks at his phone and sees like the Rays calling and like starts laughing before he answers? <laughs>
0: well, he's like, what is it? Uh, hello, <laughs> <laughs> hello. What's up? What? What's is, going he, on?
3: He probably. I, mean, I don't know. I don't know who Degrom's agent now is now, uh, but I'm assuming he probably thought that they were calling about a different client.
0: <laughs> yeah, like we were talking to you about Jake. Uh, yeah, Croninworth. Um, <laughs> Jake. Jake Peavy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Peavy's been out for a while. Uh, great, great guitarist though. Um, you looking for a birthday gift? What do you got? Yeah, you want a cameo? Yeah. <laughs> so Degrom. Okay. Yeah. What? What? What about him? What do you want to sign something? He's, he's one of the free agents I represent. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you were. <laughs> you want him to? <laughs> oh, oh no! <laughs> really? <laughs> like no. There, there's no like, because because at some point in time there's got to be a. All right. Now hear me out. <laughs> hear me <laughs> out. Like, yeah. No. Just st- listen. <laughs> yeah. Stick with me here. Stick with me. All right. I need you to. I need you to put your creative hat on. <laughs> so we'd like to give Jacob deGrom two and a half percent of the organization. All right. But we're gonna back- me, Let this not- right. <laughs> 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 Yeah, exactly. Hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. It makes
1: a lot more sense than you guys believe. First of all, no. <laughs> first it? of all, we know the reports. <laughs> Jacob DeGrom, country oh. boy, doesn't <laughs> like the city life. hates the Mets. He he hates the Mets, dude. He was at the Mets, where your team sucks, and you get all this media attention. He's gonna want go to go the opposite situation. The Rays, who are good, and no one gives a fuck, and no one watches you. That's what DeGrom is looking for in his heart of hearts.
0: He will hey, think- and you know what? That that that's a if that's the case, great. Because I mean, but you gotta you gotta think, am I getting ready to sign up for a perennial wild card team? Like is the division can I threaten? I mean, there's some teams in that division that are are not doing anything to help themselves out competitively. And I mean nothing. Like there's some teams in that division, Joey, that have showed some serious interest in free agents and in the market. But as far as Stop. bolstering themselves or like doing anything to be competitive, I I I do have to take pause and realize that there's teams that aren't doing a fucking thing to make themselves better. So are you allowed to say
3: that stuff working for the ace? You're allowed to talk about your team like that. We're,
0: we're talking. I was talking about <laughs> the American League East division is mm-hmm. what I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just to clarify.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So got it. Um, well, I want to talk about Blue Moon really quick.
0: Oh, fuck. I got to I got something to tell you.
3: Yeah, because <coughs> baseball season's over, but you can still feel that ballpark nostalgia with Blue Moon. In fact, Blue Moon was born in a ballpark at the Sandlot Brewery in Denver, Colorado, right there at Coors Field. Woo woo! woo. It's right there. It's right attached to it. Uh, Blue Moon's one of a kind experience isn't just for baseball season. It's also perfect for the holiday season. It's bold flavor, bright explosion of color, iconic orange slice ritual and authentic ballpark roots will make your holidays unique and flavorful. I'll have an entire fridge full of Blue Moon uh, this holiday season. Uh, I'm not hosting this year. Dallas, what what uh, what holiday do you think that I should campaign to host for with my new home?
0: Uh, well, you, you, I mean, are you ready to go full bore here or are you looking to just kind of ease in? Are you looking to, to like inch in, you know, mm. beach entry? Are you controlling it or are we just diving into the deep end? How do you like to get wet?
3: So I, I feel like, so my adopted sister has Christmas Eve. I don't know if I want Christmas Day necessarily. Maybe, I guess, because Christmas Day is more chill.
0: Let me tell you right away, you're going to run up against, uh, I mean, because your sister, God, God bless her heart. Uh, she is she's a killer in, in in the in the hosting game, right? Like she's well, going to. Well,
3: this is her first Christmas Eve that she's like ever hosted. Well,
0: you think she's not going to fucking knock it out of the park?
3: Yeah, no, she can have Christmas. I'm saying Christmas Eve is more right, like
0: what I'm, what I'm getting at is coming over to your house after that is going to be a fucking disappointment. It's going to be a letdown. That's Don't what I that want. Too,
3: so. You're not getting what I'm saying. Christmas Eve is like That's the big one. I feel like Christmas Eve is when people are amped about Christmas. And then on Christmas Day, people are kind of already Christmasted out. What? Absolutely
0: not. I'm just cranking that bitch up
3: to 10. No, it's more chill vibes. Christmas Day is more chill vibes. So I think my environment is more conducive for for Christmas Day. So maybe I should campaign for Christmas Day because I don't want 4th of July. Because I feel like everyone wants to be outside and my... I want to be like a more like, hey, it's cold out. Everyone come inside. So Christmas Day, I I feel like, is what I'm going for.
0: Well, look, Thanksgiving is a great, great opportunity to figure out how you like to move, how you operate. Right. Because Mm -hmm. you're going to have multiple dishes. If you're preparing or having somebody prepare, you're going to learn how to work around that. Mm -hmm. TVs, check. A lot of football going on. Mm -hmm. A lot of sports going on. And everybody's there for the food. Right. And so, right. like, you just provide an open liquor cabinet and everybody's going to be bringing their dish. Yeah. There you go. Wine cellar. You could see <laughs> mm-hmm. that's a odd way to store your chocolate milk, but whatever. You can <laughs> have everybody over and they're going to be anticipating the food and you're going to have the entertainment. And you're not going to have mm-hmm. to do any of the heavy lifting. None. Yeah. Because everybody's bringing dishes. You're good. You're good. Or, Jared, seriously, you could really, really snatch the hearts of the fan bam by saying, look, Got to taken care of this year. Put your feet up. Come on over. Thanksgiving dinner is taken care. I've got some folks that are helping out in the kitchen. They're going to bang it out. Let's get fucking shit faced. All right. Maybe mm. one of my uncles end up slapping a friend of mine. Who knows? Let's, let's get crazy.
3: <laughs> you know what? You, you know what really is the kicker for Thanksgiving over Christmas Day is I feel like if you're going to have to if you're going to host on Christmas Day, you're going to need to decorate, which I'm not yeah. super into Thanksgiving. You don't need Thanksgiving decorations for Thanksgiving. You just, no, the you food go, you is go the fall.
0: Like, you know, it's it's fall. You just, you should have some fall implements around the home just to mm-hmm. make it feel like those leaves are turning autumn. A cornucopia? Maybe a fucking, yeah, a little rando pumpkin here, a little punky there, a little punky over there, whatever. Yeah. You know, a gourd. It's gourd season.
4: Mm hmm.
0: You know, a couple gourds strewn about. Sure. For sure.
3: Okay. Yeah.
4: The one All thing right. you
0: do got to think about Thanksgiving is uh, getting people the fuck out of your house. Right. They hang the other thing with you need to think of
3: is with all that food, where are, you, where are you storing all the Blue Moon? Are you going to get like a like an external special Whoa. fridge just for all the Blue Moon? I don't know. If, cooler. Yeah, if you Blue Moon had an
0: external fridge, I've got a fucking ideal spot for one. So if they wanted to send me one full of fucking Blue moons, because I, I put two up the ass of my turkey and Brian didn't blue moon this year believe that or not and I injected <laughs> that son of a bitch with blue moon I was telling Joey if that bird would have caught a breathalyzer that son of a bitch was gobbling a, a, a 3.2 easy yeah
3: the, the the Tony La Russa Thanksgiving turkeys <laughs> wow. oh,
0: Jesus Christ. he was damn, asleep Dallas. Jared it had nothing
3: yeah to yeah. It. yeah damn <laughs> From its refreshing flavor with Valencia orange peel for a subtle sweetness and hints of coriander, Blue Moon's Belgian style wheat ale is a one of a kind beer that's made brighter. It's carefully crafted and full flavored with refreshing notes and a smooth, creamy finish. Why strike out with the same old beer? Well, you can get something that's one of a kind. Best served with a signature orange garnish to showcase its beautiful hazy color. A beer this good only comes around once in a blue moon, but you can enjoy it all holiday season long. Enter for a chance to win an exclusive blue moon paper shoot camera to immortalize those unforgettable holiday moments. Make your holidays brighter than ever with blue moon. Get Blue Moon delivered and enter to win an exclusive paper shoot camera at get.bluemoonbeard.com slash rocket. That is get.bluemoonbeard.com slash rocket. Blue Moon made brighter. Celebrate responsibly. Blue Moon Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Ale, no purchase necessary. Open to legal residents of 50 USDC. 21 plus only begins 11-1-2022 and ends 12-31-2022. Includes four entry periods for rules. Visit bluemoonholiday.com. Void where prohibited message and data rates may apply. <clears throat> okay so joey Ro- thinks what yes dallas
0: uh, i was just gonna say real quick uh mm-hmm. doctor's appointment move back we're good to go
3: oh okay wow uh yep. dallas is gonna be able to stay
0: welcome back dallas that's, that's lock it, it uh, the I mean, look, I'm fuck, fuck i'm playing hurt playing mm-hmm. hurt i was gonna have yeah. to i was being pulled in another direction
2: yep
3: but hey we make shit happen yeah you do you're a team player. That's it. Basically, he, he, he told his grandma, Hey, figure it out yourself. I have a fucking <laughs> podcast to do.
0: Well, I told her I'll just remove the stitches later myself.
3: Right. Team player. That's it. Team player. Eyes on the prize. Joey has Jacob DeGrom going first at the winter meetings. Dallas, who do you have signing first at the winter meetings?
0: Um, Big you know, Dominic. I, like, I don't,
3: I don't need to know that, like, fucking, like, some slapdick got, like, a minor league deal.
0: I mean I I really think this whole I really think the shortstop group is is driving this because there's a finite amount of teams who can be in on the Aaron Judge sweep ticks. Right? Like we know that there's Two. That's it that's what you got. So with that being said, who and and Buster only tweeted it out uh, You know, just about the, I forget what he tweeted out. Let me find it. He was talking about the group of shortstops. And, you know, I, I, I posed the question. It was about the Phillies. Who most fits the Philadelphia Phillies out of that group of shortstops? Because you've got Correa. You've got Turner. You've got Xander Bogarts. You've got Dansby Swanson who fits that lineup well, who's the worst at defense
2: probably that one wow that's what the phillies wow. like
0: wow i mean just no room for getting better huh wow. you're gonna, you're gonna you just broke, all over, f- fix it you're shitting all over alec bohm now after we saw the strides he made
1: no i'm saying being bad at defense helped the phillies like
3: it fired up the boys. <laughs> that is kind of true. Like anytime that like Nick Castellanos would make a singular catch, the entire crowd would be like, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. No, well, bro. That, but it, routine catches that, where he's just sliding all over the place. Yeah.
0: Is that how we want to be living in October where the ball goes up in the air out in the right field? And you're like, ah, ah, <laughs> uh, and you're like, you're that fucking pumped that I uh, like. Hey, I know, like it,
3: that take. That's a good in take. In June,
0: it's it's great. <laughs> in June, that's great. But yeah, if I can avoid that in October, I'm here for that. Yeah,
3: take. it's got to be Bogart's. It's not. It's got to be Bogart's going to the Phil's. Same color. He's not going to the Phil's. He's not. <laughs> Dombowski. Uh, actually, uh, yep. that JP Morosi this morning on MLB Network said that the Phil's have made Trey Turner. Their number one top priority and even went as far as to say that Trey Turner the the Phillies are the favorites to sign Trey Turner. That's got to
1: be just Bryce Harper being like, yeah, we got to we have to get him. He's so sick. He's so sick at shortstop. We have to get him.
0: Dude, this is I mean, he, he is. Look, he's athletic, bat to ball on base, could pop you, you know, 20, 20 plus maybe. Athletic uh, like I said, like this dude is going to help you tremendously and more contact, more speed in a game that is going to change like this is where I said, how much stalker teams putting into the shift being banned and actually diving in and valuing defense at what point do they cut that off right at what point do the do the numbers become negligible where you say all right this is what we're going to get from him defensively and with the shift being banned i don't know that him getting to 10 more balls or not getting to those 10 more balls i don't know if that's going to be worth or if that's worth us even paying attention to like can we just disregard that or has has a team figured out a way to place value on it or and distinguish value to the point where they're saying this doesn't fit what we're doing. This doesn't fit what we're capable of. If
1: I'm, I'm guessing the Phillies probably don't give a fuck about the shift. <laughs> about
3: who's what position defense at all? I, I, think, I think you're probably right, if we're being honest. like I think, uh, I think the Phillies are looking at Trey Turner as great hitter, skilled athlete, runs the base as well, great defender. It's like, all right, there's no more shift. We'll figure it out as we go. Uh I think that that's kind of how they're they're operating at least. When you're looking at a, a player like Trey Turner, you know that you're getting a complete player. And I think with the most one of the more intriguing storylines if the Phillies were to sign Trey Turner, he would make more money than Bryce Harper. Wow. Like you're I mean, coming over there to to be the guy on a team with Guys, there are guys on that Phillies team right now.
0: Yeah, well, I don't know that he would be coming over to be the guy. Like that's that's the thing. No, like, he,
3: he he's not going to be the guy. But if you're the highest paid guy. You're a guy.
0: Yeah, but that, I mean, yes, but I think it's all understood. Like under the climate and everything. It's Bryce's like, team. Yeah, we know we know who we know who's fucking cooking dinner. Is tonight.
1: he really going to make more yeah. than Bryce altogether? I think so, or just per year. Mm. Per year,
0: yeah. A- no, A.V.,
3: a- 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 yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and, and that shit, like, that's only, that only matters. Well,
2: Your, eh, what? yeah, probably A.V., yeah.
3: Because, I mean, Bryce got, what, 13 fucking years? Yeah. 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 I think Bryce has a big deal.
1: I mean, Bryce is kind of like code gm At least that's what they make it seem like. <laughs> he's always being like, yeah. we got to sign this guy. If we're not side of this guy. We're, you know, sign this guy, sign this guy. And, and, and well, they usually do. do. Yeah. He's the dude.
0: Tr- he's... He- He's the star that's vocal the way you want your stars to be vocal as a fan, right? As oh, yeah. a fan you want to hear from your guy. The guy who's the face of your franchise. Fans like it when that dude is interactive and engaging and not afraid to say something like that as opposed to a guy who is, you know, like a leader like a I don't want to say I I mean I'd have to go back and and look at all the interviews and shit, but I think Derek Jeter's probably leaving it up to the boss. To make those decisions. He's not saying anything forward or outward like, hey, yeah, you know, shit's been terrible in the front office. Wish they would figure it out. Ownership, blah, blah. Like, it's been a ownership's going to do what ownership's going to do kind of message. And the same can be said for Bryce, but he's not afraid to say, I like this dude. This guy could help us. And I think fans enjoy that. And if They bri- have to. If Bryce is you picking anyone, know- it's
1: Trey Turner. I would guess
3: because they played. They're yeah. also friends. Yeah. yeah but, like, he's um but yeah, Bryce Harper, you would want to know as a fan that, hey, we signed this player to a fuck ton of money. And so he's like, he's set, his kids are set and his kids' kids are set, but he still cares about winning because yeah. he, he's he's vocalizing like, hey, let's go out and get this guy. Like, I want to win. Now that I'm yes. here, now that I'm paid, I want to win. And he did that with JT Real Muto. Uh, I think that there's, I haven't seen Bryce Campaign for Trey, but maybe those conversations happen internally now and it's not just him banging the drum on MLB Network or wherever he would do an interview or something like that. Um but yeah. He's already he he got the Tommy John surgery in and out same day. In and out same yeah. day. I, I
0: I like I like um I like Turner and Philly simply for for what I said earlier. Because Contact of at poker. the top of the lineup. Yep. Just athletic. I mean, that dude can find himself in the outfield on days like, you know. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Just a, a great addition, Xander Bogarts.
2: Great fit for the Red Sox.
0: Same thing, same thing in Philly. Like you're talking about a no. guy who has no well, they problem don't want establishing they culture. Want,
3: yeah, they want Trey Turner. He can come so, in and
0: fit right in.
3: They can't have both, mm-hmm. so it's, they're probably going to get Trey Turner. Good defender, I would imagine.
2: Yeah, Trey Maybe. Turner to the Phils. Um, Postseason experience. It's good fit. It's a good fit. Is really gonna, he's really gonna—he's gonna make them a lot better. So,
0: but I've got Trey Turner being the guy to sign
2: as number one. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think
3: yes or no? Does Aaron Judge sign during the winter meetings? Uh, no. You don't think he? I think he does. I think he has the easiest choice to make. You're only picking between two teams. There's a lot of teams that are in the shortstop market. I'm here. There's a lot a, of teams I Aaron looking Aaron, for starting there's pitching.
1: P- I'm is a mystery team. Mystery team. I'm hearing. You're hearing
4: it.
3: Mm-hmm. Shit, dude. When did you hear that? I just. It's a mystery. This morning. <laughs> you hear this morning?
2: Can you can you reveal your sources or no? Um. What's his face? <clears> oh. <throat> the yeah. of mystery.
1: Who's yeah. always he always knows the mystery Miss mystery teams. Heyman always
0: has a fucking don't say mystery that team. Name
3: here. Yeah, that's why I didn't say his name, but a right, mystery right, right. reporter. It's, it's oh. odd that he's the only one that f- hears about the mystery teams.
0: <laughs> almost as if there's a message.
3: Yeah. It's almost as if like <laughs> all of his information comes from one singular source <laughs> that has an agenda to push.
0: Almost as if he packed up all integrity and Shipped it off to Timbuktu a fucking decade And a half ago
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Jake book John Heyman <laughs> Dude, Let's do a surprise Let's do a surprise guess
1: where we get Scott Boris and John <laughs> Heyman Don't tell each other <laughs>
0: what, what are you doing here <laughs> And then just see how Hi, they interact Scott I'm John Good to meet you <laughs> Hey It's been a long time Uh, miss
2: miss talking to you
0: who do you have who do you have signing first first off the board
2: first off if you've got
0: judge signing in san diego then you've got to it's got to be judge for you if it's happening in san diego um no i i think it's gonna be like
3: it's gonna be like chris bassett or like Carlos Rodon or something like that. Like, it's going to be someone where it's like, it's a party starter. Like, you're there. It's going to be a name. But I don't think it's going to be like the, like, you're not starting. You're like, you're not bringing out the most expensive champagne glass, like, immediately. But the judge has a lot of parallels to Garrett Cole, who was like the
1: last winter meeting's big signing that I remember. Well, he's a
3: geek. He's a geek.
1: Who, Garrett Cole? I know you feel that way. I've heard you say that before, Mm -hmm. and you don't think Aaron Judge is a geek? No. Okay, so there's no parallels.
3: That's the. (laughs) I did see. I did see that Aaron Judge changed his profile picture on Instagram from a picture of him wearing pinstripes to just a picture of him wearing a suit. Oh fuck! And. People are like, oh, yeah, you're reading into that Wait, No, I'm not. People don't it's do all, that shit without reason. People don't change their bios for no reason. It's all business, it's all no business Jared.
0: It's all business, because yeah. I'm going to put a suit and tie on, Jared, because we're mm-hmm. handling business right <laughs> mm-hmm. now. This is all about business.
3: In Aaron Judge's
0: mind, he's not a Yankee right now. No, he's not. Well, I mean, fuck, in everybody's mind. He's not a Yankee. L- literally, he's not L- a Yankee. Yankee
3: fan's minds, He's still a Yankee.
0: No, that's fine. That's cool. She's not your girlfriend. She's your ex. Those are the fucking facts. They're not yet, Not they're officially. Br- they're on a break. Yeah. Just, just because you're sitting out in front of her house nightly. No, no, no. No. Mm. There's rules and laws against that. And she's not your girlfriend. That's the fucking fact.
3: I bet. Because I think you can. I, I, I'll try and find it on the. What? On what the DraftKings app. I'm looking up that no. the Yankees are still the favorites to sign judge. I bet they are. I'm sure they are
0: well you have the baby boss how in what, what, what's uh Hal? right yep the baby boss is talking about well, we had several meetings this was weeks ago but we've had several great meetings in a day well
1: if i'm a yankees man and i'm tired of this disrespect from judge who is obviously disrespecting well, the best franchise yeah. of all time i agree best you. sports franchise ever created the first mm-hmm. Most championships. I think they have 27 freaking championships. Can you believe that? And guess what?
0: Twenty-seven.
1: Yes. And Aaron Judge is being Mr. You know, playing hard to get. If you're the Yanks, why not pull a Braves and just be like, all right, let's sign Trey Turner and let's sign DeGrom, whoever it is. Two big free agents. does not that just completely fuck Judge over now? Because if it's only two teams and then the biggest bidder or one of the two bidders is just out then it's just the Giants that just fucks Judge on how he can get paid, wouldn't that?
0: Well, then the Giants are probably able to shave just a bit off of their offer, knowing that nobody else is going to be as competitive. So there could be something to that. And if the Yankees, I mean, they could probably benefit from having some depth in the infield and having a flexible guy like Trey Turner At the top of their lineup. I think that could help things, but he'd be setting the table for Giancarlo and DJ with no judge to be found. No judge and his gavel. I'm just saying the Yankees could start a war
1: and say, fuck judge. So, Uh, I I mean. Be a big dick move. I'm just saying, if you want, you're the big dick Yankees 27 championships. You're going to take that abuse from this guy. I mean, he's switching profile pictures, doesn't even follow
3: you on Instagram. Like, that's true. You don't follow. You know what made me really sad the other day? Because I was examining Aaron Judge's Instagram very hard. Is uh, Aaron Judge does not follow Jose Altuve on Instagram, but Jose follows Aaron
2: Judge. Oh, that's kind of sad, right? Isn't that sad?
0: (laughs) Oh, that's sad. they're just like it's, that's cute. No, no, yeah, we you know we did the photo thing to you. Yeah, it's funny. It's a yeah, but no, that's yeah, where you, it, that's where You
3: it, don't fuck with Altuve. I mean, he he came out with, like lobbing bombs at him after the, the whole 2017 thing. Anyway, on the um the DraftKings Sportsbook, I believe this was November 7th. I can't find the updated one, but this is a uh, Aaron Judge <clears throat> takes next regular season plate appearance for... The New York Yankees minus one sixty five, the San Francisco Giants plus three hundred. You can still get great odds plus ten thousand for the Oakland
0: A's. <laughs> you know, just to see if see if Aaron Judge can maybe hit free agency on a good year. I could see that. <laughs> yeah, just a little one stop. You know.
3: Yeah. Those aren't, those aren't bad odds. You could, I mean, I bet you Max will throw 500 bucks on that. (laughs) Boron. One of these days, one of his outlandish bets are going to hit. And then, and then he'll be the one that's laughing. But until then, he's got
0: enough fucking, he's got enough money by then. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Yeah. He, he better throw like another 500 piece on uh, Rendon to win MVP in 2023 because he could, I mean, he very well could win comeback player
2: of the year. He could just double up and do comeback player of the year and MVP and be able to retire on that.
0: Yeah. I'd, <laughs> I'd say the odds are going to be strong to quite strong. Favorable. Yeah.
3: Yeah, why not? Uh, but I think that, like I said, I think Aaron Judge has the easiest or least... He doesn't have the easiest. He has the least difficult decision to make. When you're picking between two teams, that makes things easier. However, I think there's going to be some sort of a struggle. And I'm sure he goes back and forth on it all the time. Like you're picking what I'm familiar with, the the legacy, the marketability... Of being in pinstripes and the Bronx, and being a lifelong Yankee, like you have to also think about life after baseball. The guys that are lifelong Yankees, like they can they can make trips to Yankee Stadium forever until they're fucking 80 something years old and and be making money, signing pictures, do it, like making appearances like that. Has, but at at whatever point he's gonna be making north of 300 million dollars. Who gives a fuck? Like you get to go home. You get to be close to your family two hours away. San Francisco Giants, they're, they're committed to winning. They have a winning culture there. Maybe they're not a winning team right this second, but they, they're only a year removed from 107 fucking uh, wins. <clears throat> it's, it's a decision that because of... Uh, it's not just like... I don't know what the example would be. If, if I were from Florida and I played for the Dodgers and the team that was most interested in me was like the rockies then it's like yeah i mean you're taking all the sentimental shit out of it it's like who's going to offer me the most money but with judge there's sentimental value on both sides and it's a it's a huge decision to make so i don't i, I think it's going to factor in to be more than just who has the best offer I, do you, what, about, do you about, that, <coughs> what do you think the it's, odds are that what do you think the odds are that judge takes out, the, the the best offer no matter what
0: um well uh, that's going to be open to interpretation in, unless you're talking about the only way, you you can just have a definitive answer to that is if both terms are identical. Yeah,
3: they're going to be probably pretty damn close.
0: Because yeah, then well, you're going to like,
3: have to start factoring in taxes and shit.
0: Yes, and that will this is so. This is where I was going. <clears throat> what Aaron Judge is factoring in right now, and what the responsibility of the organizations are, is to explain to him and show him what he looks like in this organization seven years from now, 10 years from now, right? And what he needs is what the organization looks like with him there seven to 10 years from now. How are we building? What is our approach? What do we have waiting? Because you're talking about guys in AA, AAA, who they hope could come up and impact the team giving you, in essence, a six-year window of controllability should they get to the big leagues and be able to kick some dust and make an impact. How many of those guys do we have around? Do we have any thought as to trying to reinforce the minor league system so that we do have guys that are in a position to come up and impact this club with you a part of it over this seven- to ten-year window, whatever we're talking about? And then from there, you said taxes, Jared. It's how do I fit into this organization after the fact as well? Is there opportunities to be that lifer to And the answer to that is a resounding yes, because the Giants and the Yankees do the best job, straight up, not even a close second, do the best job at taking care of their guys, their retired players, bringing those guys back, embracing them, and re- keeping them a part of the culture of the organization. So whoever can explain to Aaron Judge what the organization looks like in the future, being built around him, who does the best job of that, I think is going to have the upper hand because the money is going to be what it's going to be. So you can, you can knock that domino down. How competitive are we going to be during this time? That's the conversation. That you got to be having, that Aaron Judge is going to want to have.
2: Buster only just said something interesting. What's that? I mean, it sounds like it's just like a joke, I think. I think he was joking. What did he say? Uh, He said. And like, obviously, it's this is like the written words. You can't tell like his facial expression
3: was probably like it was like a big joke. But he said um, Xander Bogarts could be the Yankees top target if they don't sign Aaron Judge.
2: But he was joking.
4: (laughs) Oh, I would love.
2: He.
3: (laughs) He's not serious. Oh, God. Buster only doesn't know anything. Buster only. Buster, when's the last time Buster only broke something that was like interesting? Yeah.
0: Oh he's, man,
1: he's one of those reporters. He's just trying, like, trying to get his foot in the door in the industry, and he's trying mm-hmm. to make big splashes to like get attention because right. he's like new, right? And he hasn't really been around, and he doesn't really know, like, probably have that many good connections. So yeah, he's probably just, you know,
2: that sounds like a guess to me. Yeah.
0: Oh, wow. This, this, is, this is tough to hear, Jared. This is almost what? like you and I being on the elevator and listening to the angels no. <laughs> and realizing just how large the gap was between no. them and the folks who netted Garrett Cole. Yeah, uh, not really. This other tweet here, the speculation, this is a tweet from Buster Holman, uh-huh. the speculation among agents who don't represent Xander Bogarts is that he's going to do very well given that he's coveted by a lot of teams. Yep. And they're predicting a final deal that will be many tens of millions of dollars more than the final Red Sox offer in the spring.
3: Well, that's, that's a dumb tweet because no shit, dude. The Red Sox offered him like $70 million. <laughs> he's going to get north of 200 So like that doesn't mean shit. Obviously, the Red Sox offer is going to be well north of whatever it was during spring training i fucking hate when they do that though they just they they'll always start a, negoci- a negotiation with a slap in the face they would be like hey do you are you interested in signing for like 15 percent of what you're worth do you want to do that do you want to stay in boston for potentially 17.5 percent of what you could get from another team no okay we just want to check and then they proceed from there I don't know. They should just skip that step next time
2: because every time they do it, it doesn't really work out in the end.
0: You think you guys should just like put free agency on auto draft?
2: Yeah, honestly, I would take that. Yeah. But like just, here, here's why I'm not
3: worried about Xander Bogarts, right?
2: Because well, we also paid. had...
3: Xander Bogarts... Uh, Peter Gannon's had a stupid tweet earlier today um, about how Xander Bogarts... Like cut off ties, severed ties with the Red Sox. they are done. Yeah, You're yeah. done.
0: Many people are yeah. saying that, Jared. Not just not just Uncle Petey. Many, yeah, many not,
3: people. Not the people that I talked to immediately after that Peter Gammon's tweet. So I'm not worried about Xander Bogart said not severed ties with the Red Sox. Um, <clears throat> you can take that for what it's worth. But
4: <laughs> <laughs> I love Peter
3: uh, Gammon's. He just fires from the hip with no regard for human life. <laughs> like, why would you ever tweet that? Like that was that was some dumb, that was some silly shit. Uh, but here's here's the Xander Bogarts market, right? The San Diego Padres they want him to play they want him to play first base, eh, not happening. Uh, the Seattle Mariners want him to play second base, not happening.
0: Well, you just go to his quote, just just repeat his quote.
3: Yeah, he said, "I'm a shortstop. Why would I entertain or think about playing other other positions?"
0: Right, and that's um, not a like that's all he's gonna say about that. He's saying that with a certain amount of eye contact. There's no blinking when he's saying that there's probably a head tilt involved in there as well. Looking at you like, why in the fuck did right. you think it was even moderately close to acceptable to put those words together and then say them out loud to me? You just wasted your breath and my fucking time.
2: Well, That's yeah.
0: Yeah. How so that response is coming across. So you please- can wipe
3: off two of those guys. Um, he's not going there. He's not going to San Diego. He's not going to Seattle. Philly wants um, Trey, Trey Turner. Turner. The Twins want Correa back.
2: So that just leaves two teams. The Red Sox and the, and the Cubs. The Yankees are not a player for Zander
3: Bogarts. He would never sign there anyway. Oh, uh, we don't no, know he that. would not. <clears throat> I do know that. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's going to come down to the Red Sox and the Cubs. That's it. And if the Cubs pony up and they meet the the ask, then, yeah, he's probably going to go to Chicago. I could see him being a Cub. But he still, despite all of this, prefers to come back to the Red Sox. So we'll see what happens. I don't think it's a guarantee. I don't necessarily feel great about
2: it. Uh, But
3: what it boils down to, in my personal belief, is it's between the Red Sox and the Cubs right now.
0: And with the Red Sox being out of it because Xander has severed ties, and we know the Red Sox won't come up off the pocketbook, you've got Xander signing first as the Chicago Cup. Is that what you're telling the people? Have no. some fucking balls. Have some balls and say. I it. don't believe. Be real that. with yourself. Self awareness is one of the most important traits to have, Jared. I don't and right believe. Right now, it. I feel like you're fucking lying to yourself. You're lying I'm to us. I'm not lying to myself. You're lying to the listeners. Did I not and just say that? I don't, I don't, I that don't, like I don't feel great that. about it, Joey. Did I, don't I, I say like that? To see that?
1: Did I say that, Joey? Yeah, you said it. And but you know I think with Dallas what you want Jared to say he already said yeah that I don't feel great about it he said it but yeah. he doesn't want to say it but he said it
3: I am not at the point where I I think like oh fuck like he's not coming back but like well, you can't you I feel because that's com- has got um be. probably probably by next week like if <laughs> like once once you're at the winter meetings um oh. and I can tell you that he'll be there. Which means that he probably has meetings with teams. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think like that's when the rumors will pick up because people are gonna fucking see Xander knocking on fucking Dave Dombrowski's door at three AM, being like, "Hey, where are you going off to, pal?" Huh? So that's that's when uh, you know it doesn't matter how airtight you think your front office is the red sox don't have a ton of leaks that's why we don't fucking hear anything granted there's probably not a lot to leak however they don't (laughs) they don't like there's no leaks ever even like when during the trevor story stuff there were no rumors like hey the red sox are linked to trevor story it was just like bam red sox signed trevor story and we were like what the fuck so i don't expect a ton to come out on the positive side of things because if you're an agent especially Scott Boris, you're not going to leak positive progress. You're going to try to keep leaking shit to make all the, the teams in contention for your client feel like, oh, fuck, I've got to step my game up. You get, you're, they're, they're putting pressure on each other. Like this is a, it's a cat and mouse game. So I, I do think that we'll probably hear more rumors next week with a lot of guys, not just Bogarts, but um, I do know that he'll be there. And yeah. that means he has meetings scheduled.
0: The shortstop shuffle is going to be the shorts. The, for me, honestly, the shortstop shuffle is more intriguing than the Aaron Judge signing. That's why I think so. I haven't I even think, made my pick, pick yet one of for these who I think is going to been-
3: sign first. I think it could be Dan Zb. Swanson, because if you're talking about the, the shortstop shuffle here, which guy do you think? already plays for a team that has a long history of retaining players and meeting players asks and and everyone is just playing nice with each other. It's the Braves and it's Dansby Swanson. Like I I don't, because the Braves were supposed to be the other team that was in the Bogarts market. They haven't been linked to Bogarts at all. So if they're not linked to Bogarts and they're not going to pay Trey Turner what he wants, where else are they going to They're not going to pay Carl. If they're not going to pay Turner, then they're not going to pay Correa. So that just leaves Dansby to go back to Atlanta. And I think that they probably figure that out sooner rather than later. No? no. Yeah, well, that's.
1: Oh. The Braves are also a team that uh, have been willing to not, you know, to be. The Braves seem like a team that would be willing to get not one of these big names shortstops, go with a little name shortstop, get ready for Grissom. Jose Iglesias? It, yeah, Jose, fuck it. I mean, someone. That would like, be a nice sign. Honestly, that's what I think is going to happen with the Braves. Someone like that, let Dansby go. You say there are a team that signs players like their own players to long-term deals, but they not in free agency. All these players that they signed have been early.
3: But those players have gotten free agent money. But Austin Riley? Austin Riley got free agent money. Yeah. Acuna, Albies, no. Way under market value. But I I think if you look at the Matt Olson deal... Which was also not free agency. That was that was market value. Austin Riley, that was market value.
0: I mean, those are like you're right. Those aren't free agent deals, but I think those are essentially those are deals that have already been worked out. This is what we'll be kicking around in free agency. This is what you're gonna be getting ballpark. This is what we're willing to offer you right now, fucking eight years. What do you say? But no
3: one no one looked at Olsen and Riley being like, Wow, the fucking Brave strike again with with uh, I think more people were saying, How do they keep getting guys to forego? going to free agency, agency. but I don't think anyone looked at the Riley and Olsen deals being like, wow, the fucking Braves fleeced another
0: player. And I think a lot of that has to do with what I was talking about with the Aaron judge situation is if you're somebody, if you're Dansby Swanson, the picture of what the next five years looks like is probably a hell of a lot more clear in Atlanta than it is in some other places, right? How competitive are we going to be? What does the roster look like, and who do we have coming? I think that picture is a lot more clearly presented from Atlanta to Dansby Swanson than maybe some other teams that are interested. And the comfort level is there.
2: Yeah, I think yeah. it comes down to what, Dan, what Dansby's going to want. I
1: don't, think the, I don't think the Braves are going to have that uh, best offer for Dansby. But like you said, those things, they can offer him Mm -hmm. hometown team playoffs every year. You can be the the fucking pretty much the captain.
0: Yeah. And you don't know. You don't know the dollar amount attached to that as a player until you get hit with the offer. And if there's a $10 million separation, can you look at that and go, you know what? Like, uh, after taxes, blah, 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 blah. Okay. We're talking six and a half, seven, maybe. Yeah, the thing that worries you know me—I don't, I don't, I don't care about that. Let me stay here.
1: That's the thing worries with Dansby, because they've already offered him, like I don't remember the numbers, and maybe, but like the Dansby turning that down makes it think that maybe he's the type of guy who's like, no, nah, I'm trying to cash out, and I don't mind
3: going to another team to do. So. I don't think he did. Yeah, I mean, obviously, home is the Atlanta Braves, but it's not his first organization, so. Uh, yeah, I mean pretty he's to get what he's pretty worth. pretty much it I, is. I guess but yeah yes and no. I I also just think that um he has to capitalize on he hit free agency at a time where his his value
2: is I mean maybe it's never going to be higher, but yeah, I think it's um
0: No, I mean prob- and the other that's the other thing is depending on what these these signings look like for these guys that's why this is interesting to me is because I don't know if we arrive at a point where like, who's to say that Correa or a Correa like contract isn't something or isn't a route that one of these guys ends up going again, just to kind of say, you know what? Like the last thing I want to do is hit free agency with these other three fucking animals here. Maybe I'd like to be the only free agent at this position or clearly in a class by myself in this position. So I'll take a, three-year deal with options with or with opt-outs you know like who's to say that that doesn't happen
2: true yeah you think at that least... would be a
0: great way to be able to control your market and i and i know i know that this is thought about when it comes to agents and this is where you see guys you talk about betting on yourself like that's where the gamble comes in all right all right i get it this is what the market says i'm worth this is what the offers say this is what the guys around me, maybe there's one or two better than me. Maybe not, but this is what they're getting. And this is how long they're locked up for. This is how long they're locked up for. This is what next year's free agent class looks like. This is what the next year's free. So the next two or three. Would you like to hit free agency as a guy in a tier all his own? So, so then if it's okay? not the
3: Braves, where where does where does Dansby Swanson end up? And what are the. Experts saying, not that they fucking know anything. I'm the One, eff- fucking, well, I'm the expert.
1: First of all, <laughs> all right, then man. tell me,
3: Joe. Tell me. I,
1: I'll say this: like uh, the like Dancy Swanson situation is pretty. It's like weirdly identical to the Freddie Freeman shit in a lot of ways. Just because he's been with the Braves his whole major league career, he's he's been he's this past year, he's been like the leader in the clubhouse. He uh they have the same agent. They're considered hometown guys. even though Freddie wasn't from there. The way he came up was like, this is like the guy they all want. Everyone kind of assumed he would stay. And then it's coming down to them. So that makes me think that the Dodgers are like a really, really good fit for him.
0: Well, if Dancy wants to stay in Atlanta Brave, he better like divorce his wife (laughs) and like pick up a drug (laughs) habit or something. Because you know that like being a quality human love his family and shit like Freddie did would that get yeah, that's Freddie? That's not going to fly. That's true
1: that's- and I've been here and he's kind of a, been a he's been a wife guy. And yeah, he's a, yeah, he's a
0: big love his family guy. Yeah, that's so brutal. you know that shit doesn't fly in Atlanta.
1: <laughs> he's kind of a wife guy. That's a to his wife Mallory, she's I'm fucking su- f- she's killer on the field. She's soccer star. The pitch. And- mm-hmm. It's the pitch, Joseph. It's the field. It's the field. Because America owns soccer now, so we can all we can talk with it in America terms. But um, fucking true. And Dansby has long hair too, so that makes me think he's an LA guy. So that's another thing that's in my brain. And I think the I Angels, know, Joe, the
0: South, the South, they, the, those boys down South, been featuring that that soft fucking forehead comb over thing for quite a <laughs> while now.
1: I don't know. Dansy's got. I don't know. Dansy's got. Dansby to me is kind of kind of Hollywood, bro. I'm not gonna lie. It's not a bad thing. I'm saying he's not like oh, a country boy. I don't think Dan's really a country boy. He's from the South, but he's not. He's not a DeGrom, baby. He's not coming out the simple man. Like the Grom needs to be in Florida. He needs to be a Ray. He needs it, man. But Dansby, I can see him going Hollywood, dude. I could see him going over there being with the Angels. Or just the Dodgers. Full,
0: just a full sell to the Hollywood scene.
1: Yeah, he wants a taste of that, dude. I think Dansby could get in some nice little. I think Dansby could be in a movie or something. He could be in a movie.
0: He's a great looking man. He's a yeah. great
1: looking guy. Why not the Angels? I mean, the Angels got to sign some some <laughs> some people.
0: Well, you know what, Joey? That's a great. That's a great option. Let's be honest. We know where the Halos still need help. Things haven't <laughs> changed. So yeah, there's no reason stop. why they don't go it's heavy. One. <laughs>
4: mm-hmm.
1: What dude? They got they got their pitchers. I think I, I you know I think the 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 narrative I, like the Angels last year that wasn't their problem. Pitching wasn't their biggest problem. No, nope. I think they had a lot of problems. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> but I don't know. Like the, Dansby seems like a guy the Angels would like. Like we don't want to like uh, be too crazy, but like we need to do something because we have we have this is our last
0: fucking chance. Oh, and is money. how
1: much of a chance is it really <laughs> like we've been saying this for years that we like. So we just think
0: just- about what you're saying. You're, you're saying right now, the only thing separating separate <laughs> <laughs> <that I'm> angels. <laughs> <laughs> and the houston astros or or even just a wild card berth, for that matter yeah. is a dansby swanson right in the middle of that lineup right all right well mm-hmm. you can
1: say the same thing like oh does tyler anderson make a difference <laughs> like yeah obviously not but they got to do yeah, something because he
0: has a fucking pulse joseph and he's pitched <laughs> in the big leagues it, it, <laughs> it, it matters it fucking matters
1: <laughs> it matters i think i could see the angels taking a stab at it I don't know, but I haven't. I haven't really seen it. what. Are, what are the teams that are supposed to be in on Dansby, other than the Braves? I feel like it, but it. But that's the thing. It's like the shortstop market is a clusterfuck. Who knows who's what? Who's in on who? Everyone's in on anyone. If you're in on, if you're in on Bogarts, why aren't you in on Trey Turner? If you're in on Trey, yeah, Trey like, Turner, what, why aren't you in on Dansby? They're all in on each other.
0: That's why. That's why I say this is so interesting because I'd be really curious to know how many teams, how many teams, like the Venn diagram. What's that space look like where every team has this guy pegged and how high is he on their board? Like is Carlos Correa any lower than 2 on every one of these teams boards? Is Dansby Swanson any higher than a 3 out of the 4 on any one of these teams boards? And if so, how many? Like that's that's kind of how I'm looking at this because there's going to be a pivot and the pivot doesn't necessarily have to come from Who the overall best is, it's about who thinks they've got enough to offer the guy who they think is the best fit.
2: Yeah, it's interesting.
1: And I think the Braves are the only team that are only in on one of them, really. Like, they only have a chance. They're only going to sign Dansby. All these other shortstops probably aren't going to the Braves. Whatever that means. But, you know, every other team is kind of like, we need a shortstop. We could get any of these shortstops. Braves are like, we... Key. we want we can get Dansby,
0: because like you take a team, take a team like the Red Sox, like out on Dansby, or they Dansby's probably out on them. Um,
3: I don't think Xander, that that's true either already, way. I don't think the Red Sox would be out. I think Xander I think, severed
0: ties with Boston, so that's not a he's not going there. I think so. That where does Dansby could like definitely be in the Red Sox know. market? Correa, no. So if you're a team like Boston, like do you even fit into that Venn diagram? Are you even in a position Mm-mm. to? To like counter or to pivot.
1: No, dude, the, right? the Red Sox are like uh, you know, the Red Sox are like, hey, maybe we would just lay low this year.
0: Yeah, we'll just we're just gonna roll the balls out. We'll if you're not gonna guys... sign if you're You'll not see. gonna
1: sign Bogart, so why not just You'll like, see, dude, take a chill? Because the Red Red Sox You'll are see, one see, of those
3: teams, dude. They like to the Red push. Sox Red Sox have eighty five million dollars to spend this they're, this winter. They're a reload. They're a reload
1: franchise. They like to have bad seasons. They like to the Well, they're
0: race You know what you know what I think this is? This is the the Xander leaving town is them trying to brace the organization town. and the fan base for what's coming next year. He's
2: not. And leading. that's
0: going to hurt. That's that one's going to hurt. <laughs> Especially after uh, cuz look these fans they've already got to see Mookie in another place wearing the biggest smile he's ever
3: he's had. He's not even good. He has you know, actually they gotta, now,
0: right? they're going to have to watch Bogey fall out somebody else's backyard and and all knowing that and old Raffy is you know time is mm-hmm. time is short with him. That's that's tough. Yeah. That's tough. But that's baseball. So <sighs> shit'll break your heart, man. You
1: guys are so jealous of the Red Sox. It's fucking ridiculous. It's just one bad year, two bad years. Yeah, it's well, yeah, yeah, just
0: about a, it. a just a down time, if you will, whatever. Nothing a Red
1: uh, Sox fan. You guys are the toughest fans out there. You yeah, guys have seen yeah, it all. Come on. The we lows and
3: it. the highs. That's it? None of this, none of this bothers me. Like no, the, for sure. the Red Sox, literally do this all the time. They will suck and then win a World Series, and then suck and then win a World Series. They just won the World Series. Now we're in the suck. I don't know. I don't like you're, you're, you're not making fun of the Red Sox. It's you're like just kind of
1: well. That's what I, that's what I'm saying history. is
3: that that it's either you suck or you're World Series. And
1: I'm thinking this next year might be a suck.
3: They just were the suck. So now it's time to go back to championship.
0: Yeah, well, but you got to have a shortstop.
3: They'll have a shortstop.
0: Well, they had they had a pretty good <laughs> one, and you're right, Jared. They will absolutely have a shortstop come mm-hmm. come opening day. There will be mm-hmm. a man playing shortstop for the Red Sox. Yeah. You can fucking book that. It's gonna be Xander. What are the odds on the DraftKings sportsbook that the Red Sox feel a shortstop on opening day?
2: Oh, they'll they'll have him. It's gonna be Xander. Ooh, ooh
0: that's it's it a little
2: tricky you guys remember tom brady
0: i do isn't uh the, mm. you're talking about the jujitsu guy right
3: no this is uh five time super bowl mvp tom brady oh, oh yeah a different time. okay yeah if you want in-depth football talk straight from future hall of famers tom brady and larry fitzgerald well let's go Every Monday on Let's Go, a serious XM podcast with Tom Brady, Larry Fitzgerald, and Emmy award-winning journalist Jim Gray. Hear championship perspective on the trending topics on and off the football field. Get expert analysis on the latest NFL action and find out what it takes to win seven Super Bowl rings. God damn. It's five-time Super Bowl MVP Tom Brady and 11-time Pro Bowler. Larry Fitzgerald at the microphone and unfiltered. If it's on their minds, it's on Let's Go. Plus, all season long on Let's Go. Hear the best guests in the podcast world, from Oprah and Snoop Dogg to today's NFL stars. Listen to Let's Go with Tom Brady, Larry Fitzgerald, and Jim Gray every Monday night through the 2022-2023 football season on Stitcher, Pandora, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: (sighs) Okay. Uh, Jose Abreu is an Astro. Jose Abreu. I can He's literally hear astro. Joe
3: take a piss and flush the toilet. Like, do you? Have, do, does he have a fucking microphone in his goddamn toilet?
0: <laughs> He's got a field mic. Field mic on yeah. the journal. <laughs> Joe, do you have
3: a fucking microphone
0: in <laughs> well, your toilet? First of all, first of all, good flow.
3: Yeah, it's good flow. <laughs> Thank you. It was clear as fuck, dude. Look at that,
1: yeah, oh, dude. Super hydrated. hydrated. That's a nice. lot of water. Yeah, that a lot
2: of that's
3: a lot of water.
2: Mm-hmm. Shout um, out to Joey's
0: bathroom field mic.
3: <laughs> I saw this headline. Jose Abreu already proving to be a good fit in the Astros clubhouse. How the fuck would you know? <laughs> How the because fuck would you know there. that?
0: Because he's been there. Guys are at no. the field. Come on. No? No. Yeah. Come on. He's already joined the group that's chat. That's crazy. He's already exchanged pleasantries. No. You can't say against that. against him. You can't
3: say, I'm sure he will be a good fit. You can say based on X, Y, and Z, Jose Abreu will be a great fit in the Astros clubhouse. But it is November 29th, my man. November, it, Jose Abreu already proving to be a good fit in the Astros clubhouse. How much of a fit could slugger Jose Abreu be in the Astros clubhouse? Owner Jim Crane said Tuesday morning that Abreu pulled out his phone during a meeting Monday night and had the stored phone numbers of the entire team at his fingertips. I guess he knows some of the guys, Crane joked.
0: Okay. I love I love old fucking rich guy humor. Like they have like he just he thought that was so slick. Yeah. So like just so so funny, so witty, so on time. Mm -hmm. Like, oh you see this new guy we signed? Yeah. Yep. uh. Yeah. (laughs) every he, one of his teammates he knows the numbers. boys looks looks like somebody knows his teammates yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah
3: so he, uh, Jose Abreu by the way and I'll save this I'll save this for the name redacted podcast because I know that a lot of Red Sox fans are just like going absolutely bonkers over this shit he got 3 years 60 million Jose Abreu mm mm-hmm. Could you imagine? And he's thirty six years old. I'm not saying that he won't still be a good hitter or whatever. But what I am saying is that if the Red Sox like the, like twenty million dollars to essentially be a DH, like that's what the Red Sox were paying J.D. Martinez during his prime years.
0: Yeah, and Red Sox top. fans
3: were freaking out because uh, fucking John Heyman tweeted that uh, Jose Abreu was the Red Sox top free agent target this this offseason and he went to the astros it was like oh god damn it our top free agent target went to the astros we lost him. it's like if 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 you gave 20 million dollars over three years to a 36 year old jose Abreu, i'm pretty sure red sox fans would have been like why did we do it like it, i just i can't i can't right now with red sox fans it's just it's a lot but it's you know it's, it's They're a nice starving sign what I can appreciate about the Houston Astros, and I, and I feel like I'm, I've given the Astros a lot of credit over the last couple of years, uh, whereas a lot of people still hate them. The Astros win a World Series and immediately go out and sign one of the top free agent guys. Yes, he's 36, but yes, he can still be an impact bat for you. Uh, he can also be a nice influence on some of the younger guys, which is great. Um, But you win the World Series and you're immediately one of the more aggressive teams in the offseason. That's awesome. I love that. It's a nice replacement for, I guess, what uh, Trey Mancini was for you after you made that trade. That didn't necessarily work out. Um, Well, success
0: success is cyclical. And what the Astros have done and are proving to do is basically through trial and error, you know, 13, 14, 15, blah, 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 blah. They position themselves where now, based on their ability to cultivate talent and sort of massage talent, as well as acquire talent, they're operating on a higher cycle. So their cycle to just be terrible, like, like you're saying about the Red Sox, they're good, they win a World Series, and then they're god-awful. They're good, they win, and then they're god-awful again. Well, the Astros have just kind of upped their game to where they're not they're not awful. They they quite literally retool.
1: Yeah. It's they insane. don't rebuild.
0: They retool. Those are two very different things. And that's why, you know, you sort of tongue in cheek talk about teams who are, you know, for better or worse, constantly retooling and stuck in a permanent rebuild, if you will. But that is a prime example of an organization in the Astros. Just operating at a higher level, at a higher cycle, that doesn't take as long to come back around.
1: Yeah, uh, the Astros are insane. Like if you look, it just it just comes down to them just being able to like all their players that they have have they drafted pretty much all of them. If you look well, at all five of their starters, are people they drafted? Their starting yeah, lineup is a, yeah, a whole bunch of
0: whole bunch of shit about that too. What, what do you mean? Oh, well, you know, they're targeting uh, folks who are in economic crisis, who, you know, need the money. You're taking advantage of blah, 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 blah. Like, there was just a lot of shit being talked about that as well.
1: I love it. Yeah. The are scumbags. Whoa. But we have to give them credit and calm scumbags i mean look at this and their starting lineup it's all it's all if you go to uh roster resource it tells you like which team drafted you and like you should go to a team's roster resource and they have all the teams and it's like all different colors all different teams the astros are like the only fucking team where it's just fucking orange Orange. Yep. astros 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 and then other than Abreu and maldonado and Abreu. alvarez who kind of doesn't even count because yeah. you know he, he
2: was like he came up with them too it's all astros Shout out to the Astros. Scumbags. Mm-hmm. Homegrown. You know I love me some homegrown. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yep. You okay? Uh, Xander Bogart's posted on Instagram.
0: Oh, oh fuck. man. What did he post? Is
2: he Nothing. kissing
3: the bean in Chicago? No. Just, no. He's just. uh. He posted a, a picture of himself wearing a like a tux oh. and the, the caption says, I never dreamed about success. I worked for it.
1: Business. He got the business suit. He did the Aaron Judge route.
2: Nope. Yep. His, his, yep.
3: nope. his picture is still him with the Red Sox. Mm-hmm. His picture is still him with the Red Sox. He's he would, would never
0: imagine that's going to change soon.
3: Tuxedo.
1: He's a businessman. No, 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 no. new, He's new, worried new, about new. his money. Yeah, no, he would
3: never money,
4: do money, that. Money.
1: He doesn't care about your stupid <sighs> history, you know, old crap, you know, ooh, the green monster.
2: <laughs> Bro. You kidding me?
0: All right, so Joe's got DeGrom, I've got Trey Turner. Jared, who f- did you say? The first to you, you said Chris Bassett? You had Chris Bassett.
2: Either Bassett or Dansby. yeah interesting mm-hmm. it's gonna be interesting I
1: don't know does Bass account as a big name because you said it had to be a big name yeah he got the qualifying offer yeah he's a moderate I think he's a moderate he's a upper middle class
3: name yeah whatever team he signs with I don't think that the fan base is gonna be like let's fucking go <laughs> but it, you're gonna be better because he's on your team for sure yeah he's yes. going to the White Sox
2: I don't think that fans
0: back to the White Sox.
3: Oh, it's Twins.
2: It yeah, the Twins the Twins are kind of pathetic at this point. They think that Carlos Correa actually wants to play for their team. No. He doesn't. He
0: doesn't. Fuck. Like, Minnesota Winter. Do
3: you think Carlos Correa wants to play another game for the Twins? How embarrassing was that for him? <laughs>
0: Do have to be a twin? Yeah. Hey, if you're signing the paycheck, I will show up. I guess, which is it's cool
3: for a year, but then he probably sat back and saw the Astros winning the World Series again. He was probably like, "Fuck!" I don't even. I would love to know how aggressively, if at all, the Astros even pursued him in free agency, knowing that they had Jeremy Peña.
0: Probably not at all. That's probably a hey look behind closed doors. Well, I don't know. I mean. You know that would be coming from a, a place of respect for the player, and saying, "Look, next year, we've decided to move on. This is what our picture looks like. I want to thank you for everything, but I just don't know that we move forward together." And yeah, he's made aware of that. Sure. So there's no harm, no foul. Everything's good. Everybody's in the know, understanding. Like, hey, if we can somehow come around and figure it out, like maybe we're able to. You know, throw you something, but we don't want to disrespect you, and we know that we have a certain level of comfort with the guy coming behind us. So it, you know, we're just not in a position to want to insult you. Sure, you'd like to think that that's what happens.
3: I, I would like to think that the Astros are an organization that would handle the departure of a player like Correa with with grace. Oh, yeah, wow. Told, look
0: at their franchise wow, they history! Just told, they just told fuck it, they just told their GM to fuck off. And they signed their manager who just won a well, World Series that's for a year. different.
3: That's different.
0: I mean, it is and it isn't. Like you're, That's you're, very different. You're giving, different. Me, that's you're, very you're giving different. me some insight Carlos to how Correa, you look at things. You're comparing
2: fucking Carlos Correa to fucking Click?
0: Give me a break. Talking about the architect, Jared. No, yeah, it
1: was a we kind of a weird take. Like, yeah, I mean, this is a franchise that's shown they're like top class, always do things the right way. They're obviously gonna have enough respect for their players to treat them well on the way out. They I think never that do they, anything yeah. wrong.
3: When it yeah. when do we have an example of them treating players like shit?
0: Oh, it's not, not about players being treated like shit specifically.
3: Well, that's what we're talking about. Them handling Carlos Correa's transition to Jeremy Pena with class.
0: And I highlighted how they've handled some front office relationships. That's recently. different.
1: Front office is different from players. Mike Fires, he, 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 Mike Fires wasn't very
2: happy how that ended. No comment. Ooh, no. Mm.
0: No, I I think just, think that's a pretty good example. Of what? Uh, <laughs> of the organization basically wanting to torch a human being.
3: Well, do you think that maybe. Carlos Correa meant more to the Astros than Mike Fires did. Do you think I mean, maybe that's circles, fair to say in
0: some circles, you I, could say that I would say yeah. Mike
1: Fires, <laughs> Mike Fires had a big, bigger impact on the Astros in general at large than Carlos Correa. I think that's probably, yeah, probably, yeah. that's
0: probably
2: true. He yeah, changed the course of the history. Settles,
0: Yeah. You're He's talking gone. about a guy who completely, yeah, like you said, completely changed the game of baseball.
2: Do you think he regressed that? (laughs) You know,
0: (laughs) I'm going to say no.
2: I mean, it definitely impacted his
0: playing career for sure. I'm going to say, I mean, well, yes and no, Jared, but you got to be real. Like on the way out, Mike was throwing 89, 90-ish, you know, not much to get you out. The changeup was still there here and there. There just wasn't much, you know, he was dealing with injuries and, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, he, he wasn't going to be breaking camp with anybody over the next two, three seasons.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I, I don't. Uh,
3: but now you're just forever the whistleblower guy. Like, no one remembers him for anything else now. Yeah, oh, that, was be the
0: case, that was going to be the case anyway.
3: I don't know. He had no hitter.
0: Yeah, I called that no hitter. He's thrown two of them, actually. What?
3: Yeah, see? No one even knows he got through his. Well, there was two no hitters, no one even knows. One
1: was a, co- was a combined. Had to be.
0: No.
3: He threw two no
1: hitters.
0: hmm. Shut the front Look door. He, Homer Bailey, and Sean Manaya were just the second set of teammates to all. Have, or no, him and Homer Bailey only, excuse me, were the only the second or third set of teammates to have multiple no hitters. Yeah, I was gonna say when the
3: fuck side. did Sean Manaya throw a
0: second. Yeah, he didn't. He just it was just that one time <laughs> completely didn't. dismantled the fucking Red Sox.
3: Yeah, the World Series champion Red Sox, I remember My that.
0: Fires two no hitters, man. Yep, two, yeah, two of them. Believe it. So yeah, no regret there. Yeah, he, Sun's you. Still in he was cheating while he was doing it. Your friends are still your friends, your family's still your family. Depending on how much you like them, you know, that matters or it
2: doesn't. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, he's good. Yeah, he's good. Sure. But. um, Is that all we got? It might be. I don't know. I just, I I just feel. I guess the word is uneasy. I just feel like, like, I feel like
3: something, like, I feel like something's brewing. And that doesn't necessarily mean that it's bad.
0: It could be no, because, good. Because Xander I, has changed his, his shh, profile pic. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Judge did. You, you just said. I just said he posted a oh, picture posted. on his fucking Post. story, Post. which
3: is Post. different than changing his yeah,
0: fucking right. picture. It is. It is. Yeah. I, I haven't spent my morning on two grown men's Instagram pages. I don't know. <laughs> so I'm, I'm leaning. I'm leaning on. You're here. saying that I don't know them? No. I'm saying you absolutely do and that you were right. Okay. What the fuck are you listening to? You just said, I just spent all morning
3: looking at two Instagram pages of dudes that I don't know. Basically saying like, you don't know them and you're looking at their Instagram pages. He's calling you just a fan.
2: He's saying you're a fan.
3: Bro. Xander follows me on Instagram. We communicate
2: electronically. We're boys. He hugs me. He's, what did he say to me? He said, He's a good guy right here.
1: <laughs> yeah, I heard you. You're one of the, you know, you're probably one of the only reasons why he hasn't left yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that's the last thing. Like, he's he's kind of wrestling with that. Like good. I don't well, t- even t- have a question. I just want to say I
0: love you.
2: <laughs> I appreciate it, man. Good guy right here. Good guy right here.
1: Thank Great you. Great guy right
2: there.
0: I'll be there forever. <laughs> well, that was, that was nice of you to publicly fillet me. You're a good guy. You're a good guy right here. That felt good. Good guy right here. Call me a good guy. <laughs> did he call did you it? a good guy no i didn't get to talk
3: to him probably because <laughs> he is. doesn't fucking know you dude he don't know you little bro oh. Oh, that's he, what, he, 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 he does doesn't base. know you he you need to make base. it like that jared where it's like you need
1: to make it so that you need to make it publicly clear known to mm-hmm. everyone in the world including xander that if he signs somewhere else yeah. it will ruin your life and he'll feel yeah, what so kind of
0: campaign i haven't that's what i haven't seen that's i think we i did seen, i
3: did tweet about like him going to the Dodgers, I said I think I threatened suicide over that. Yeah, well, you should do that more often because I
1: think if you make it, if- <laughs> yeah, yeah, if Xander Bogarts thinks that, legitimately thinks that you might kill yourself if he leaves the Red Sox, his chances of staying with the Red Sox probably go up. Do You think so?
4: Yeah, he said yeah. himself,
3: "You're a
0: good guy." Yeah, never mind all those offers during the summer where kids didn't get to eat at all. Like he's oh, definitely thinking go. about you. For
3: recycled sure. joke, Braden. Um, okay. Let's see. It works. If, if the Red Sox fail to sign Xander Bogarts and he reunites with Mookie in LA, I don't think I'll be able to go on. It might be curtains for me.
0: Yeah, that, see. Well, that's not happening. You, He's not going. You're there. making it all about you. And it, I think it needs to be more about That's what you. Joey just fucking said to
3: do. It should. You should. We didn't da- mean I'm making it all about me. That's how I get free agents to come to Boston. <laughs> Ask David Price yeah
1: what yeah uh the example exhibit a david price Mm -hmm. came to boston because of
3: jared there's a whole forbes wrote a whole article about it (laughs) what the fuck are you serious you don't know i don't know i don't know learn your fucking history david price jared carabas forbes (sighs) meet the red sox blogger who recruited david price to boston forbes.com
2: Let's go, dude. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Uh have you ever heard of Forbes? Probably not, because you're
3: a broke bitch. To me. But no, Dallas. Yeah, I thought that's what I thought. <laughs> yeah. Dude, you're a you're a multi millionaire YouTuber. Dallas yeah. works for the Oakland A's. I think you have to pay <laughs> them to work there. Uh that's not true at all. Yeah. Have you even heard of Forbes, Dallas?
0: Absolutely. I mean, yeah. I, I'm a Chevy guy, but
3: you know. No, no, yeah, yeah. So Forbes with a B, yeah, is uh, they write about rich, successful men. That's like, uh, the, uh, like me and David like the Price. Knock off
0: Carl's Jr. It's like Hardy's, right? Like nope. This is Forbes? Mm-hmm. Oh, nope,
1: different. So. Some of the greatest baseball minds, some of the greatest baseball literature ever written. Forbes Magazine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. If they say it. It's real. Mm-hmm. If they say David Price came to Boston because of Jared, it happened.
2: It did. Yep.
0: Who's that famed longtime uh, Forbes sports writer? What uh, What's her name again? Who
2: wrote the article?
0: No, that's not what I asked. Oh, what did you ask? Who's that that longtime famed uh, sports writer for Forbes? I'm I'm forgetting their name.
1: I'll look it up. Longtime famed sports writer,
3: <laughs> <laughs> female. <laughs> look it up. Long you guys horse. are so jealous. It's stupid. <laughs> Uh, Michael LeRay. Okay, no,
0: it was right on the tip of my fucking tongue.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yep. Are you trying to say? Are you trying? Are you trying to question the legitimacy of Forbes being able to cover sports?
0: No, not at all. Not not at all. That's kind of
3: that's how it's how it's coming up right
0: now. No. Well, I mean, do not let that be the case. That is okay. Not I'm how not letting like
3: that not be the case. I'm more. For the yeah. listener side of things, like they might get confused by by your bias.
0: No, not at all, not at all. I, I mean, Jared, it's literally I wake up and it's Forbes sports, and then everything else. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a it's not a
3: sports story. It's a life story. <laughs> it's like uh, like they're not Forbes it's like behind is an, <laughs> the comics,
0: or where where would I find this <laughs> Forbes?
3: Forbes is not like breaking like under Garfield between where. They, they don't the story, it's not by a sports calmness, it's like uh, this was a major cultural happening that we're oh. reporting on. Oh, like okay. this man, this blogger from Saugus,
0: <laughs> this, this man
3: altered <laughs> this, the, this the course man. of sports history for forever. But <laughs> David male, Price,
0: early 30s, totally responsible,
3: <laughs> David Price. Would have been the World Series MVP in 2018 with the Boston Red Sox. He was on the Boston Red Sox because this blogger from Saugus brought him here. Forbes magazine. All right. Just a kid from Saugus. Just a kid from Saugus being on the cover of Forbes.
1: And I'm looking up the Forbes right now and I'm seeing Well, I'm gonna it right pick now. it up. I'm headed down to the 7
0: mm-hmm. Eleven, gonna go over to the auto trader rack, and I'm sure it's right there. <laughs>
3: well, this was also written in 2016, I would imagine. Yeah, April 4th, 2016. Came out the day after my birthday. Imagine, imagine how much pussy I got because I was on the cover of Forbes <laughs> that year.
0: Yeah I'm tons. Sure you were
4: beating it away.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 2016 was uh was a hell of a
1: year for the kid. Another interesting <laughs> headline from Forbes. <laughs> Don't count the Red Sox out just yet. That's what straight did, Forbes.
2: What, what year is that? Was that? 20, <laughs>
3: 2022? Uh-oh. What month? May. Oh, yeah, see? They shouldn't have been counted out in May. No. If they wrote written that
1: in September, it's a little bit different. Well, here we got, got one in August. Though Whoa. under 500, Boston Red Sox believe they can reach postseason. <laughs>
0: could so so what Jared has just what Jared has just done is he's admitted to moonlighting as a writer for Forbes <laughs> sports. <laughs> Thank you, Joey has found your three articles under your pseudonym. What's what's who's writing these fucking things? Huh?
1: No, I got really. John Peroto. Do you know John? <laughs>
4: mm-hmm. Oh god.
0: I, yeah, I don't know. I, I can tell you this: I've never seen old John Peroto and Jared Carabas in the same room at the same time. <laughs> I can tell you that. That's
3: John Peroto. Uh
0: huh. You don't know, know Johnny P? <laughs> <laughs> I'm,
4: pretty
3: I'm pretty sure, sure. Peroto. Yeah, John Johnny P. He he was uh heavy into the uh the, the steroid allegations in, in Major League Baseball. He wrote a bunch of
2: uh, behind the scenes stuff. Before Ken said anything, Pulitzer,
4: mm-hmm. <laughs> Mark Twain. Yep.
2: You guys are so jealous. I can't. I can't wait for your Forbes article to come out, dude. Ugh. But it yeah, great. well,
1: seems like you're the guy who could get that done. <laughs> I don't. Yeah.
2: I
0: don't know anyone at Forbes. Yeah, maybe. Maybe when I need to get an article out about a sub five hundred team come <laughs> July, I, I I know where to go. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I I don't know what you guys are talking about. Um, yeah. All right.
0: <laughs> Thanks, John.
3: Let's, let's wrap this up. Uh, <laughs> we'll see you next week for the winter meetings. I feel like we're going to have to be on standby next week. Like, I feel like if uh, if some big domino falls, we're going to have to go to run to the Batcave.
0: Yeah, I'll be here. I'll be here. I may actually be in San Diego at a buddy's card shop of mine, actually. Or a buddy's oh, yeah. card shop.
2: Excuse me. All right, that'd be cool. We can get you live boots on the ground. Still be ready. Are you gonna be at the winter meetings? Oh well, that's what we're debating. Who's we? My wife and I. Oh, if you go, then maybe I'll just fucking catch a flight. I don't know.
0: Yeah, because I mean, it's an hour and a half drive for us.
2: Yeah, that's not terrible. Yeah, maybe I'll fucking maybe I'll just go over there. I'll fucking be here. I don't know. I'll see you next week then. I guess. We'll see, hmm? Joe. Joe. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs>
1: what was that? What was the question?
0: No. no. Mm. You good?
1: Well, I wonder. You know what? I, I want to shout out all the people who listen <laughs> on Spotify.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Spotify cool. Wrapped Week. A lot of people tweeting and Instagramming. Baseball is dead as their number one podcast of the year.
0: So that only works like you can only, obviously, you can only do Spotify if you use Spotify,
3: right? Like, what use kind Spotify. of fucking question is that, Dallas? <laughs> well, it's
0: not something that's just tracking overall music usage. It's music no. usage through the app.
3: No, tough day to not
2: have Spotify.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: I'm an Apple music
2: guy. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a Spotify guy. So. Yeah, I had a lot of interesting stuff pop up on my on my Spotify rap this year.
3: My top artist was Corn
2: because of that yeah.
3: fucking Woodstock documentary. That was a like great that, documentary. That thing came out and I just was like, all right, I'm back and I'm right back in ninety-nine.
0: Uh you know, Corn is from Bakersfield, California, a place I once resided.
3: Oh, a team that once fucking beat our ass in Cooperstown, the Bakersfield Bullets. Oh. They were made up of a bunch of fucking twenty-three-year-olds when we were eleven. <laughs> no, oh, so, I was you gonna say, so you, you guys don't
0: forget same that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Jared, this boy showed up, and they're like, oh, ho- ho- "Hold on, now, these <laughs> yeah, fucking so- guys are doing the same thing. This is not, yeah. this is not cool. We were here for the fourteen-year-olds. We're the only fucking twenty-year-olds allowed in this bitch. What's yeah. going on?" Yeah, uh, <laughs> did you guys park next to each other? <laughs> 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 but we know you're yeah. illegal because we were behind you on the fucking freeway <laughs> over here
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh good times Bakers, shout out to the Bakersfield bullets, bullets. what a team
1: <laughs> I oh, fucking love Cooper's I love go that fucking tournament just 100 teams and just a bunch of shit teams and then she's faced like the best team in the world yeah
3: that's where the boys, boys come, of baseball. That's where
1: dreams go to die. Yeah, you're seriously. Like 12 years old, you're like, I'm going to be in the major leagues. And you go to Cooperstown Dreams Park and you're like, well,
0: you run into some fucking 13 year old from Iowa who's fucking six, seven and yeah. is doing lunges across the warning track with four bales of hay to warm up. And you're going, you know, we're more of a like light catch. and kind of get it going group here. I mm. didn't have us. I didn't have us facing this, you know? Mm. So, yeah. Uh, Is there a lacrosse tryout or something at home? Like what? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
3: The the boys of baseball were a team made up of the best. Like, I don't know how they allowed this. Like every team was supposed to be from a certain town or a certain area. Mm. Like we were the North Shore storm and we played the boys of baseball who were made up of the best players from the entire country. How yeah. the fuck? That's what it do, is. Why, like, why do we have to play them? Like they literally had mustaches. We were we were fucking 10. Like it was crazy because that's what and it the is, one baby. thing that I do remember and they can never do this now <laughs> is that they used to have like these girls that worked for the park and they would go around and you would get one kiss for every <laughs> home run that you hit. So they'd be like, all right, who hit a home run? And they'd be like, me. And then they would go and kiss them. And then I would just be like... I- we went fucking five or six today
0: with four tanks and a double <laughs> yeah. off the wall. If you want to
3: give me a half kiss for that Who one, wants to baby, fucking
0: make out.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, those are the days. Well, that's yeah. not, well,
0: It's good to see that the Hall of Fame has has you know head off basically child porn at the past. It's that's yeah. nice to see. Well,
3: but how old were are are these you at that girls? Age?
0: Like, I mean, I get it. They you know, they were like our
3: the- age too. I think well, that's even worse. Why?
1: Because you're hiring like 12-year-old girls to go kiss dudes, I guess. But
0: Yeah, that's I mean, a problem. That they could were be into a, that it. Could a, that could be a problem. I mean, like, obviously, there was... Yeah, that's just a...
3: What year is this? So, this is probably like 2001. So, I'm in seventh
0: grade. Yeah. So, you remember I told you guys about Morgana the Kissing Bandit?
2: I a video about it. Yep.
0: Yeah. Like, could you imagine not only that happening in today's climate, but role reversal? Just some some dude <laughs> sending sending three dudes into a softball tournament. be like, "All right, babe, who got homer today?" <laughs> but I mean, like, like Morgana the kissing bandit, huge, yeah. huge, chesticles just flopping everywhere when she hits the diamond and is kissing big league ball players, minor league ball players, right on the cheek, on the mouth, fuck, whatever. Now, yeah, imagine. Some dude with uh, tight pants on showing everything. And he just fucking hits the outfield wall at uh, a, a female sporting <laughs> or a female softball game and just fucking locks lips with the center fielder. <laughs> like, hey, get over here. Whoa, what? No. Yeah, you can't they're, they're, do that. No. Uh uh-uh. uh. Pretty sure you can't. Mm-mm. Who knows, man? So, in the 70s? Shit
1: would fly in the 70s. The
0: yeah. Well, yeah, 70s, I mean... That's when Morgana yeah, was, was mean, running around. That's <laughs> when what?
1: That's when Morgana was running around.
0: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. What's when you guys... Yeah. You know, you got coaches ripping heaters in the dugout. And I don't mean like in the dugout just out of view of the camera. I mean in the fucking dugout.
3: If I ever have a kid, that's when I'm going to start smoking cigarettes. Like, I'm going to coach his Little League team, then just rip darts in the dugout. And if the umpire has a problem with it, then yeah. you're gone, <laughs> actually. Well, you're, you're <laughs> used to be
0: like, actually... <laughs> this is parsley, so it's, it's <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> Not this, breaking
0: any tobacco laws. Yeah.
3: these are actually rose petals. So, <laughs> why don't you fucking get back in the crouch there? Uh-huh. That's
1: my next. That's my next video. Smoking f- cigarettes at a little league game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. the
0: ro- the The role of tobacco in Major League Baseball actually don't don't go down that road.
3: Rolling up CBD at a little league cops yeah Dangerous. i'm gonna be the best it's gonna be one of those things where like i get into coaching little league because my kid's playing and then i just never leave and then i just become like the you're the, the uh, augie of yeah. august <laughs> little league
0: <laughs> jared's having a fucking conversation <laughs> out in front of his favorite fucking beef tip place going yeah i i i, I heard about i heard about this kid over in fucking West Chesterton, Philadelphia, you know, who's got a fucking mean cannon, mean curveball? This fucking guy. Yeah, he's got so it. Fucking- We're gonna get a look. At- he's he's eight u right now. Eight u. I'm thinking about <laughs> taking him up over ten u, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, he's got a twelve six hammer. <laughs> and his mother. Let me tell you. Oh, his mother. Don't even get me started.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be me.
0: It's well, I I look forward to that.
3: Yeah. yeah. I want to be professionally retired by 40 so that I can begin age 41 through 74-ish, just coaching Little League.: <laughs>
0: I'm going to spend your more time
3: be, coaching Little League than I will have doing like podcasting and stuff.
0: Your oh, goal yeah. should be statue in Saga <clears throat> Square with like a clipboard. That's done right super, now. Super, super small bike coaching shorts. Like you should you should start working on. Them.
3: I th- I think if I think if right now if I got hit walk- across the street o- out here by a bus and I died, statue in sagas done. We can make it happen.
0: No, nah, you, you get a day for sure. You get a day. Like there's a no, parade. Statue,
3: statue, plaque. Yeah, like a like a two story statue. Like a well, big I one.
0: mean, they'd probably be able to ship out statues to everybody. Just those little garden gnomes. Just fucking you get one and you get one. You get one.
3: Yeah, that's funny. That's funny. Uh, but they would. It's sagus so i would get a (laughs) two-story statue there i honestly keep laughing because i fucking i hope that you get flown out to the statue ceremony and then it falls on you and kills you
0: (laughs) i will fucking sever the head of that statue if i (laughs) i will absolutely i will fucking sit in the back and let everybody clap and then while everybody's taking pictures i'll just walk up and fucking <laughs> and just kick that son of a bitch over it'll look like saddam no. all over again no we are gonna be fucking yanking that head pulling that no thing chance. fucking everywhere
1: dallas no. is so jealous
3: you i would have been too. that would have been the dallas of stockton until these fucking diaz bros didn't show
0: yeah.
1: up
3: they cannot afford a statue in stockton we know that that thing would be made out of fucking styrofoam. They get the, they get like the Stockton High class of 2023 melting a, a styrofoam statue of Dallas as an art project. Being like, oh,
0: here it is. Yes, there's the Dallas Brain statue. <laughs>
3: uh, and they would just melt in the rain. That's right. how much respect they have for Dallas and yeah. Stockton and what the budget is on top yeah. of everything else. They put
1: out a statue in Stockton, that shit would be gone in a minute for scrap <laughs> yeah, metal. sure they
0: would.
4: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yep.
3: Yep.
0: <clears throat> that's a more likely option.
3: Yeah. Yeah. They the wouldn't be able to on
0: within two hours of unveiling.
3: Right. But it wouldn't be personal. It wouldn't be personal because no, they wouldn't be they able were... to read the name Dallas Braden on it to <laughs> well, know that that, that that's was the just one
0: a they were. There's yeah. no need for that. They can't read there. They, can. they can't read. It's Statistically, they, they, can't Jimmy, read. Their priorities are different. Okay. Well, so. You might think it's important to read. Some other people like the idea of feel, okay? I've never really
3: prioritized reading.
0: Well, no. I, oh, oh. <laughs> we know. <laughs> we know. I can, I've been listening to you
3: I fumble fucking that. ad read
0: for better part of a decade.
3: No, this is my standout. This is my breakout year in terms of reading. As as see, far this as reading is like goes. a
0: platform year for you. Mm-hmm. It's good. i really come my expectations, own. Expectations, yes. Yeah. What you're doing right now is you're setting the table. You're setting the scene for I need 220 innings out of you next year. Like you don't just (laughs) you you don't do what you've done this year. You know, 210, punching out 260 and then not give me 220, 270, 300 next year. Like that's the year.
2: So
3: you think you think I'm a Cy Young potential candidate candidate? Yeah.
0: Going into next year, you're you're top five.
3: Yeah, I like that. I like when the pressure's on when I'm trying to read.
0: <laughs> <laughs> as long as they don't throw you any fucking names of vegetables or spices. Yeah. Yeah. Like, don't
3: throw me words that aren't actually words. Like, give me, like, Wordle. Like, I do Wordle every day. When they throw words in there, where it's like, no one uses this word, then I'm not going to get it. But if, if it's a word that's common enough, then like, I'm going to
2: get that shit. <laughs> that's just how that
0: goes it's good to hear you sharpening that sword every morning
2: yeah
3: yeah for like the last like month and a half i've been hard on wordle
0: wordle for kids
3: yeah wordle. no 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 <laughs> new york times another great publication i'm sure they've written about me as well <laughs> you never did pickle pickle baseball wordle no what's gotta that try it oh
0: damn it Joe. he, he sent it to us like a month and a half ago two months ago
1: MLB I looked at it, but yeah. then
0: I never started it. Yes. What?
1: Is MLB, it an yeah. app or what? It's uh, It's on the website. It's online. You could probably get an app. I don't know, but it's called MLB Pipple. Pickle. Pickle. MLB dot com. It's like wordable for
2: baseball players. It's fun. Word, wait. MLB <coughs> Pickle? Yeah. MLB Pickle dot com.
3: Oh, shit. How to play Pickle. Guess today's mystery MLB player with nine guesses. Green in any column indicates a match. Yellow indicates that the player plays in either the revealed league or division. Oh, God. This is a whole fucking thing. Dude, it's fire. It's fire. <clears throat> you get addicted to it. And then you get a streak. You build up a streak. And you're like, oh,
1: I got to get at this. You know, it tests your knowledge. Oh, Jeremy Frank made this. Yeah, Jeremy Frank. Shout out to Jeremy
0: Frank. Um, You guys have any uh, any thoughts on the liver king getting busted for steroids?
3: Yeah, that's bullshit. Uh, it's the one. It's the ones that you always expect the least. Mm.
2: You know, <laughs> you. Uh, yeah.
0: Like I, I'd like to be in the room where they were like, you know, something's off here. I can't, <laughs> I can't quite, can't quite figure it out. But I think we need to pursue this. How fucked up is it though that somebody fucking leaks the emails?
3: Did well. Those, you want to talk leaked emails. There's, there's plenty of that and during the Mitchell report that made some people not look so great that get pretty heralded these days.
0: But I mean, this dude specifically, like what comes from outing him for you well, personally?
3: If you're gonna parade around maintaining that you don't do steroids and to take this product and, and do my lifestyle this way, like you're preaching falsehoods on the pretenses of you can look like me if you buy my products and then you out them to be like well he's on fucking steroids
0: this is where i think there's a it'd be different if he wasn't trying to
3: sell you shit what's that it would be different if he wasn't trying to sell you shit like if if you leaked emails for like professional wrestlers and they're on steroids it's like ah who gives a fuck like leave them alone like they have to look a certain way for their job like but if you're saying all right if you eat liver and you do these exercises, and you buy my training methods, you can look like this. Natural. No steroids. steroids. That's what I'm
0: asking. Is he slain in supplements too? Yeah. He yeah. has
1: multiple supplement
3: companies. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, so it's so fraud.
0: Ah, uh, about well, that. For, I think, the, I think the, the out for him, the loophole here, is he's telling you that combined with his lifestyle, and taking his <laughs> supplements. These could be potential results
3: yeah, you could people, receive. Are, people are stupid. And the 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 uh
0: And that's the out because there's no way like his this fucking way. abs have abs. Like I'm sorry. In,
3: in the bodybuilding world, I know that when you like if you're a skinny little bitch like Dallas, if you're looking at someone <laughs> that looks like Liver King and you're hoping to achieve that physique, first of all, you can't naturally. Second of all, uh you're going to, like, if you're a beginner. Hey, hold hey, on. I got
2: to go. I got to call my grandma. Bye. Bye. All right. Uh, <laughs> anyways, <clears throat> he left his fucking camera on. Um, yeah, I don't need to finish that thought. So we'll see you next week at the winter meetings, Joe. I'll be there. Are think- you going to go?
3: I don't think I'm going to be there now. I don't think I'm going to go either. That's probably a ridiculous <laughs> ticket. I mean, like, let me see what a f- what a flight right now to San Diego, Boston to San Diego flights. When does it start?
1: Uh, you told me the first week of December, so tomorrow. No, I don't starts know. tomorrow. No, Monday. I guess I don't fucking know what it starts. Bro. I asked you this last week, and you told me first week of December. So I'm guessing the fifth.
2: Honestly, though, like, these fights are not that extraordinary. Dude, you should go. Break some news, rub some shoulders. They'll be they'll fucking be happy to see you. Let's see. Bogarts Um, will be there.
1: Date grid. Uh, You say you want Bogarts to stay. It's time to put your money where your mouth is. Yeah? Show up there with a gun. You think that'll work?
2: Put it to your head. And say Xander. It's an easy choice. Oh, man. Now it's because it was showing me January. So if we get these prices. Honestly, it's Joe, it's not that bad. It's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Send it. Get some sun. You think I should go? Yeah. Palm trees. San Diego's a nice.
3: San Diego's nice. Let's see. Let's see what a Delta flight is. No free ads for
2: Delta, but let's see. Let's see what uh, what Delta's got going on. Hmm. Can Jake? Can you hear me right now? Yeah, I got you. Um, what? Wh- how much do you think a, a flight right now to San Diego is? Round trip. Yeah. probably boston. 700 you think so That's boston guess. san diego the dates let's say we're leaving when did they start joe fucking winter meetings Winter mlb mlb winter meetings dates the fourth through the seventh so let's just say i fly in on the third select a return date the sixth all right find flights oh man we can get a reasonable flight here
1: joe we might be cooking with gas i mean think about all the capital you could make it's an investment
2: yeah there's a lot of money to be made at the winter meetings i agree with you i mean these aren't bad 646 for a round trip that's a seven-hour fucking flight? Jesus. No. Seven? Oh, there's layovers and shit. Uh,
3: Layover. Eight hours and 37 minutes. Eight hours, and 52 minutes. Nine-hour flight? Not bad. A layover at Kennedy? Not bad. Great
2: airport. Chill. I, I love the airport. You don't love the airport? I do. I actually don't. I actually don't hate that at all.
3: 10 hours. I mean, no. I just, no. No, dude. You can try. I'm not doing a layover. Do a layover. I'm not going to do a layover. You bring your computer. You got charging stations nowadays. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's the thing. I actually wouldn't. I I wouldn't mind a layover because then you can get something to eat. Then you can kind of like stretch out your legs bit that's a long day it's a long day but i mean if i fly in like what am i really gonna do with that day rub shoulders grease palms
4: yeah i don't know threaten to kill yourself in
1: front of xander if he doesn't sign for the red Sox. right 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 maybe you could talk and ju- talk
2: judge talk judge into coming over judgy you could facilitate some things a little Judgy action? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll see Judgy there. I'll text him. All right, maybe I'll FaceTime him. Trust me, FaceTime. He likes FaceTime? hmm. When's the last time you Facetime Judge? Judgy? Yeah.
1: Oh man. Cause he, he's all over the place in the offseason, you know? Yeah. Uh I guess game four of the ALDS. CS. Did he ask you for advice or? Yeah, before the game. What did he say? Because we were talking about his swing during the playoffs. Yeah. He's struggling a little bit?
2: Mm-hmm. You know, I said, you know, load up, stay back. Mm-hmm. Sit fastball, just off speed. Yep. Seemed to work out. Well, no, because he sucked. No. It was <laughs> just- <laughs> No, he didn't. Well, he didn't ask until game four, so
1: he only had one game. Oh, okay. But he took it into the offseason. That's what he's been working on in the offseason.
2: Got it stay back stay back right okay um all right i'm gonna look into this and then maybe we'll see maybe we'll see what's what's up in the the sd maybe maybe not all right joe i'll see you next week all right adios